Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Northfield Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program. Listen, I'm just I'm playing shoot from the hip today. We're going to look at some news headlines and how I think they all are tying towards a one-world government. That's, I mean, that was a little, came out a little close to the mic on that. I apologize so for your ears that heard that. But uh, right now, the, the big push in the news cycle is Davos. It's, it, it kicked off today. Um, <laughs> I think it's hilarious that the vice, uh, vice premier uh, of the world, world economic forum touts that China's reopening to the world is an investment pitch that we need to, uh, get, get lined up with China. Oh, by the way, the guy that's pushing, uh, that we need to get rid of the gas stoves is in line with the Chinese government. And, oh, by the way, China doesn't plan on getting rid of their gas stoves, but you need to get rid of yours because, I mean, the children, they're going to, they're getting asthma because of a gas stove in the house. Really? If you all are buying this, if, if the United States buys this horse hockey, then you know what? We get what we deserve. And people can call me a conspiracy theorist all day long, but I'm telling you, the things that are coming down the pike are absolutely insane. Insane. Um, I'm telling you, Davos, um, this is what the Swiss MP, uh, when he was speaking at Davos, said, um, change living environments to force the public to follow climate change goals. And listen, I, I don't know why these guys, when they talk, are they sound so spooky but listen to this guy i'm gonna try to hopefully it plays through decently let's see if i can important for for policies really to change the the rules of the game no so that uh sustainability becomes the easier choice not just for the people but also for the companies no so also then um changing the way districts work. For instance, um I in Zurich we have a lot of districts where you actually don't need a car. Because all the activities, no school, um, uh, buying something, everything you can do in walking distance, no. And by doing that, no people don't buy a car, and it it, it it's not felt like um, actually they would like to have a car and that, and they are not allowed to have it, but they simply don't need it because the environment was built in a way that they don't need it. And I think this is what policy needs to, to, to do. They have to change the environment. So a sustainable lifestyle, uh, a lifestyle in harmony with nature oh, is the easiest way to gosh. go. And also for the companies. No? And, and here perhaps a last point. I really like what you said on following through. No, We had all these nice commitments. We had the Paris Agreement. We also here at World Economic Forum have every year very nice commitments what's important is really to follow through and also to also shed the light sometimes you're very critical with those who are acting say there are and we need to be critical no and see that there's no greenwashing but we should also put the light on those who are not acting and i think policy needs to try and i think for instance biden's suggestion to that the government only buys with companies who commit to paris who commit to science-based targets i think that's a smart policy are you guys catching this? This is what they're doing right now. This is what they're talking about. Are you catching this? You don't need a car. You don't need a car. You need to live in a district. Did you catch that? 
We have districts where you have everything you need. You're just within walking distance. You don't have to drive a car. You, listen, this is America. You want to do that in Zurich? Go go for it, buddy. And your, your communist utopia? Go for it. This is America. If I want to have a car and I want to drive across the country because I just want to go see something, then that's my right. Like, come on. It's called freedom. And I know that people, well, that just sounds redneckish, Caleb. Freedom. Well, it is freedom. But did you catch this? Biden is trying to put in policies that say, well, listen, uh, here, here's what we really need is we only need to be willing to do business with companies that tow the Green New Deal policies or the global elites policies. They want to run all these other businesses out of business that don't tow the liberal, progressive, communist um, manifestos. <laughs> Uh, this is what the 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 leadership in the world is talking about. This is what happens in Davos. Three thousand world leaders get together at this conference, and they just talk about how we need to rush this thing forward. No individual ownership of cars, and encourages leadership not to do business with any company that doesn't align with the global agenda. Y'all, oh, like. These things are lining up. So this is this that's that's just these are just headlines from today. This is just from today. And no one seems to be worried. Nobody seems to be thinking, you know, this is probably not a good idea. And then on the here's what I love that these these righteous warriors um are pushing for all this. And then all of a sudden you read down here on I went to Zero Hedge, the dark side of Davos. Revealed as global elite start to get into Davos, the bookings of sex workers soar, go through the roof. Bosses book escorts and sexual uh, prostitutes to their suites at their hotels for themselves and for their employees. I mean, this is just mind-boggling that that this is... it, It all ties together because... When you have no moral compass, when you have no morality, you have no desire, and you tout this this external morality towards the planet, you have you're just in essence another animal, and so therefore you're going to be a savage when it comes to your sexual morals. So this is what's taking place here: is that these uh, these insane world leaders are living a life of debauchery. It's wicked. It's sinful. Now, listen, I'm not touting and saying, hey, I'm any better. Because guess what? All have sinned and all have fallen short of the glory of God. Because that's me. In fact, I, I have to repent on a daily basis for my sin. And sometimes my sin is lust. Uh, can I be honest? Yeah, sometimes it is. Is it right? Absolutely not. Is it forgivable by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ? Yes, but that doesn't mean I chase after that. I need to fight against this. And what are these guys doing? They're booking it to their hotel. <laughs> Oh, and then and then come back to America here for just a second. This is in this is in the big old world of San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco City Panel urges reparations of five million dollars per black adult. That is basically totaling debt forgiveness and ninety-seven thousand dollars a year until the year twenty twenty or twenty twenty-two seventy-three. So a hundred grand a year for every 
single black adult in San Francisco until 2273. I mean, that that's a long ways away. And this is the problem when you dive off into and avoid the biblical narratives, the biblical mandates, the biblical commands. Uh, this this happened to, to to a guy I know. Um, he ran a Christian camp, did all the Christian stuff, was in ministry, did all the stuff. Um, started living immorally, started chasing other women, uh, and it all started when he got when he got in bed with the liberal party. When he got in bed with the Democratic Party, started getting he got invited because he was he was big in a lot of places. He got invited into DC, the world of the DC politics, and got invited into the liberal camps because well he's he's going to help the Palestinian Israeli uh, relations. That's what he thought by taking students over for a gap year. Got involved in that and started saying well, just trashing Israel, trashing conservative values trash and all these things and when you start to lose your compass there and you start to lose your compass biblically you're not involved in church you're not involved in discipline you're not involved in scripture reading you're not involved in reading your reading and praying and and soaking in the Lord Jesus Christ and listen I'm once again I am not toting myself as the end-all be-all to righteousness because listen I, I echo Paul I am the chief of sinners but if you this is this is how we guard against these things. If we look at this and we say, okay, this is this is the example of what not to do. Not not we shouldn't go these we shouldn't go this direction. These are not the things we could do. Because here's the thing: you get involved. Anybody that gets involved or in bed somehow with the with the liberal progressives or even the moderates, anybody that's not honed into biblical morality, biblical truth, biblical um, commands, and they get connected into the world in which they live. Philippians chapter 3, and I've, I've talked about this now for three different recordings, where we chase after their God is their belly. That means, that means their desires. Whatever they, want to, whatever they want, they go chase after that desire and they fulfill that desire. I want this, I'm going to go eat it up. I'm going to go drink it up. I'm going to go sex it up. I'm going to go all the things I'm going to do. I'm going to go take all that. And this is what, this is what comes this is why we are in the position we're in, because as a whole, our nation is completely in left field, politically, religiously, and morally. So that's where we are. And it's it's out of control. And these are just, like I said, these are just some of the headlines. And so what we, what they want to do, rather than then submit their lives to Christ, repent of their sins, and submit to biblical authority. They want to try to realign and recreate their own global kingdom, where they get to make their own rules, they get to chase after their own morality, they get to do what they want to do with whoever they want to do it with, however they want to do it, and the rules apply to thee, but not to me. And and these guys with their spooky voices, and it's just... I think it's ominous that they keep telling us this is this is the direction. This is what we want to do. You don't need a car. 
You don't need to have freedom. It, it's literally like Loki standing over the people in the first Avengers. It's like you don't you don't crave freedom. Listen, I still believe that that some of the the stuff that takes place in the movies is just foreshadowing of what's coming. You you don't crave freedom. You crave subjugation. Life's real lie. The allure of freedom. Well, I can tell you, though, you're either in one of two camps. You're a slave to sin and self, or you're under the tender tyranny of Christ. One of the two. And being a slave to sin and self might have temporary pleasures in this life, in this life, but when you leave this life, when you vacate this life, those temporary pleasures immediately will cease. They will immediately be done, and you will be faced with an eternity of wrath. Scrap the 60, 70, 80, 90 years you lived. An eternity of unmitigated, unbridled wrath from a holy God. Sound like something you want to sign up for? Yeah, I, I, me neither. Me neither. I, I'm not looking to try to jump on that train. But here's the deal. Here's the deception, the, the, the deceptiveness of sin, the, the sparkliness of sin. Any one of us could fall. Any one of us could fall to the allures of the flesh. Don't get prideful. Don't get arrogant. Not me, Caleb. There's no way I could have that happen to me. I'm a pretty decent dude. I got my, I got myself set up. Yeah, I'll watch you fall, bro. I'm going to tell you right now. I know my flesh. I don't trust my flesh. And I'm telling you, any moment, any of us could fall. This is why digging into the Word... This is why being connected into a good, solid biblical church, having godly men around you, talking, go, man, get in community, have conversations on a regular basis with friends who love the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what we need. We need to get in community. We need to get connected in with godly men and women. We need to pursue, chase after what, what God's put place in front of us. Yeah, that's what we need. Man. All right. Um, I guess that's that's just some of the headlines that that I that I've read, and I just I don't know. I know it sounds and looks ominous, but I'm telling you, God is moving all of this to a glorious end, and we've got to get our minds focused. We've got our hearts focused. Get our families ready. Talk to our kids about these things. Talk to your kids about this kind of stuff. Get ready. Hmm. Love y'all.